I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Hey guys, have you ever watched the TV show Suits and wished you looked as polished? My guest today is a Canadian entrepreneur who's innovating the way men buy clothes, offering made-to-measure to the masses. Vincent Theriot is the co-founder of Sur Monsieur, a menswear brand merging online shopping with the in-store retail experience. The startup that has roots in the co-founder's basement has since grown into several brick and mortar locations located throughout Canada and recently one in the U.S. You can catch us in person together October 6th, that's this Thursday in Toronto, as part of Startup Fashion Week's Fashion Tech Forum. Details and more information are on the global events listing of electricrunway.com. But right now, my conversation with Vincent Theriot, the co-founder of Sir Monsieur. So Vincent, welcome to the show. Thank you, Amanda. So Vincent, you and I are going to be speaking on a panel that I'm moderating October 6th as a part of Startup Fashion Week's Fashion Tech Forum. This event is, of course, looking at the relationship between fashion and technology. So why don't we start by you telling me what Sur Monsieur is and how it blends fashion and tech? Yeah, why not? Uh, Sur Monsieur, first, it's a, it's a concept for menswear. So we basically do shirts, suits, jackets, pants, overcoat, but it's all custom. But the important part of this concept is to have something that is affordable. So you can actually buy a suit for $4.25 or start a shirt at $75. So it's something that can reach a lot of people. And that was very important for me and my brother at first. It's, it started with a um, brick and mortar. And now we, we come in with the web so we can be on any platform that you want. So you can buy on Facebook, you can buy online, but mostly it's all about the experience in store. And so walk us through the user experience. What's the service your treatment? Well, when you come to the store, you have a lot of choice. So we see a lot of men comes with uh, their wife or uh, a sister or their mom because they pick all those choice. Because we have about 10,000 fabrics, a lot of options. So if we take, for example, a shirt, we have to, to present the color, cuffs, uh, you want pocket or not. So we take care of everything. So every time you come in the store, you have a consultant that will be with you and uh, will show you all the different and teach you about all the different uh, options you can have. Then you'll have your measurement taken by one of our specialists. You'll wait about, let's say, four to six weeks. But uh, now we, we're getting even faster with something in about three weeks. And uh, after that, we have the fitting. You have everything. And then you can go back home with your nice shirt or suit. And since this is a podcast focused on fashion and tech, I just want to really underscore yeah. for the audience the technology component. And from my understanding, that is that you have this kind of database of your customers that gets richer as they put more information into it so that eventually you're going to know yeah. my sizes and I can order any shirt and you're already going to know how to customize it for me. Do I understand that properly? Yeah, what you have to understand is we start from scratch. So me and my brother start in our basement five years ago and at that time it was only with paper so we took a sheet of paper and took all the options that the guy wanted and we had to 
to take all this information, put it in Excel form, and then use it with our manufacturer overseas. But now, you, when you do over, like let's say, 50,000 customers, you need something else to be able to process all those data. And that's mainly the big difference between us and what you can see in the market because we didn't reinvent the tailor experience. It's just we made it more for a mass customization. So the technology is a tool of all the innovation we brought. Let's say, for example, all the data we have to keep. So you have, let's say, a scanner that we start three years ago and uh, we push that experience to be able at the end not using any measurement. It was a back and forth process where we learned that the measurement tape still be in place because you can't just use a scanner. And um, that was one part of that technology. But then now you have touch screen in every, in every corner of the, the boutique to have the experience on the customer to make sure that it can decide every single option. We have, um, let's say, we call it a mix and match. So it's kind of, it's a 3D avatar where you can decide and pick with your consultant, let's say, the fabric for the jacket and the pants and the, the, the shirt and see how it looks basically because it's always a challenge of starting from a little four by six fabric, inches fabric and to be able to have a complete garment is very a challenge. So we have a lot of visualization aspect. Even in the studio, it's another part where we started a year ago. Yes, all the data, but that visualization that we have is a very big component of this tool because you can actually see the final shirt or the final jacket you have. So the technology is, is on every aspect of that company because it's just make it more efficient in every aspect of it. So yes, with the client, but also in our operation part internally. And so do you position yourself as an online solution or an enhanced in-store experience or somewhere in between? Yeah, we, we are hybrid because we start as brick and mortar, but now all our repeat is online. So let's say, for example, you live one hour from the store. You love to come see us, but you cannot come that often. So people will do a lot of repeat online because you already have all your measurement in our program and you can just order very easily and you have the trust in us about that. So that's why they use it. So, but it's really both, I, I will say. So you're the co-founder and you mentioned that this idea started as so many great startups in your basement with your brother. How did the idea come about? You know, we, we used to play basketball, so, um, but I'm not even six feet, so I wasn't the faster or the, the taller or the bigger ones. So at one point in my career of basketball, I, I had to quit. And the passion you have in a sport and all the different skills you learn, we wanted to start a company. We didn't know exactly what. We travel a lot. And uh, yeah, you find a lot of tailors experience when you go to Hong Kong or Bangkok, for example. So we found that over there. But we questioned ourselves, is it possible to have that kind of experience, but in a North American way, let's say more trendy, more actual, uh, with better, let's say, fittings, really more like a younger crowd could be possible to reach. So we start slowly by testing with our friends, and now it's just getting bigger and bigger. 
And so what do you think the modern man is looking for in his clothing and shopping experience that he's just currently not finding? And so I guess in other words, what gap does Sir Monsieur fill in the market? It's uh, everybody comes for a different reason. Let's say you can have long arms or long legs or a big neck. I mean, we all guys have his own handicap. So we all have a good reason to come to Sur but also for the price, because it's something that it's affordable, but also for all the different options. So if you are really picky about what you're looking for, or you have an event and you want something that nobody will have, then all those three reasons will be something that we can reach a lot of people with that. And that's why when we ask people about Sur why they're here, they will answer one of those three. And how many brick and motors do you have? Now we have seven. We're going to open Mississauga in about a week or two. Oh, wow. So we are, we are in Quebec, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto. We just opened the States. So we opened our first one in Pittsburgh about a month ago and Chicago since two weeks now. Okay, so I want to talk about a little bit of the back end of the business. What does it look like in terms of fulfillment and delivery? As mentioned, we, we try to, uh, to have everything ready by four to six weeks. And we push and push ourselves to be even faster. So we are in the process of having everything between two and three weeks. But it's a, a big challenge because you have to understand that all our fabric everywhere in the world, let's say Italy, England, mostly Asia, India. So every time you make an order, we have to source that fabric, bring it in Asia, make the manufacture and ship uh, back to, let's say, to Quebec or to Toronto, for example. So there's a lot of things to process. At the moment, you're going to come in the store and order something from us. But at one point, it's very good because we have no inventory, just few accessories, leather bags, ties, bow ties, and stuff like that. And so it's really cool for us because we're not waiting for a season. Let's say Chicago is not the same pattern as it is in Toronto or Quebec, where it's even cooler, like, a month before, so we don't have to carry inventory or do a lot of um, discount at the end. And so it's really cool to just have in stock what people want. So it's it's really cool for that. So easy to manage. Your stores are more like showrooms rather than storage yeah. facilities. Yeah, we'll say so. Yeah, but we, at the end, it's it's more about the experience. You can go online and look at our stores, different one. It's all white. All the focus is on every single fabric, and that's why we want people to just look at them and say, yeah, I want to build something with this fabric. So, yes, it's it makes simple for us to do it that way. Yeah, and we'll definitely put the link up on Electric Runway so people can go and take a look for themselves, and if they're nearby a store, go in and uh, try out the experience. So, Vincent, I come from a family of tailors. My grandparents were tailors, as I mentioned to you before we started recording, who immigrated to Canada from Italy, and my father is actually the president of Made to Measure at Harry Rosen Menswear. Are you hoping to replace traditional tailoring or bring back an era of bespoke and made to measure? Well, well, when you, you talk about bespoke and made-to-measure, it's two different worlds. We do made-to-measure. I think it's just going to be a combination. I think it's going to be more and more affordable, and all the process will be even easy by the next few years because at the moment it's pretty hard to find good manufacturers and to really source the good product. But I think it's just going to be as it was, let's say, early 1920s or something like that where people were were designing their clothes and they were making it so 
I think it's just a comeback. And people are now more and more aware of all this, let's say, personalization you can have. And they're going to look to have it. So if it's at the right price, I think it's just going to be a good combination. Yeah, personalization is certainly key to success for fashion brands right now. So as you're outfitting these men and learning more about their body types, what type of data are you collecting and measuring? And I guess, what are you doing with that data? Well, what's hard is we have a lot of data and the good question is what we can do with it. So we do a lot of fitting garments now. So with all the data and all the measurement we have, we can actually build our own collection. And it's pretty accurate what we can do now. And it's just easier to make sure that we have less and less and less mistake at the end. Because when you do thousands of different suits, at one point you, you understand the, the block you have and how you can improve every aspect of that block. And that's mainly for it. So we do a lot of inside research to always get something even closer from perfection. So we have less and less alteration by the years. And we're getting pretty good at what we do. So all the data from, yes, the customer emails and everything we have. So then we can promote the, the right product for him. If he always wearing check and he wants to have like a, a flannel shirt and have something very casual for the weekend, we know it and we can just source for him exactly what he's looking for. Or if he is someone that is always like in a three-piece suit and very formal, we can provide him something like that. So. We just hire our IT guy inside and is getting more and more data. And now we can focus on having that personalization for each customer. Yeah. And I imagine as you move forward, that data is going to be invaluable because so many companies right now are trying to solve the problem of fit. And so you're going to have lots and lots of data that um, will be very insightful. So you have a business and wedding services section on your site. I imagine that this is something that's very attractive to guys who are getting married and people who are putting together personal uniforms. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, but basically the idea was I get three and there's nothing for men in that industry where everything is focused on the women. So the dresses and all the component of the wedding is about the, the, the girl. And um, we decided to do private events and to, to focus on that men experience of the winning industry. So we do a lot of events. We have a lot of parties at night with them. And it's just something great. So at the end, they can do pretty much whatever they want. So they don't have to go here and there and try to find what they want. They just come to us and we design because we have pretty much everything they need. And depending on the budget, you can have like, everything so it's it's very simple very good business for us and can be even bigger and bigger by the years and totally different from like let's say the quebec province or ontario it's just different so it's good to be able to at the end just have everybody happy with our concept yeah and so speaking of growing how are you getting the word out about sir monsieur how are you able to grow from one store to nearly eight stores it's a challenge, to be honest, when you don't have that money to have like a billboard on on the highway or a lot of, say, money for the radio. And It's all about word of mouth, basically. And we built the concept on a great experience. It's a one-on-one that you can have with your style consultant for, let's say, an hour. So you share a lot with him, and at the end, you just 
go back with your family, your colleague at work, and you just talk about it because it's just like that wow effect that for one hour somebody took care of you and just understand your needs. And we, we don't do a lot of pressure or we don't try to oversell. We don't try. We just understand the needs of our client and we try to get in the best one. So it's hard to say that let, let's have just the, the word of mouth is pretty much the best thing for us. But when we opened Quebec at first, the second one, one is Montreal. So when you say your second is open, it's good for your first market. They say, okay, now they have a second one. And just now having this, the United States with Chicago is even better for the, the rest of like let's say in Toronto or in Quebec or in Montreal to say that, okay, now they are an international company, let's say. So it's even better and gave us a lot of credibility. Yeah, absolutely. So what's next for Sir Monsieur? I mean, we could talk about your, actually, yeah, I want to talk about your database for a second there. So a year ago, you launched technology that's a kind of database for your customers, as well as a portal to your online store. Can you tell me more about the studio and how software is bridging the gap between online and offline for your business? Yeah, but because we, we built that concept from scratch, we had to do, uh, let's call it the studio, from scratch as well. Because it's not like a restaurant where you know you need a kitchen, you have the room with all the tables and chairs, you have your waiter and everything. We built everything. So we had different needs. So let's say, for example, for the alteration or for all the process where from the moment you order from us, that tracking, it's totally different from any other places. It's not like buying uh, off the rack and you have it right away. You have to wait for a few weeks. So it's every single step in the process of making the project, but also of buying it, it's in the computer. So it's all about the data and the right communication with every single client. So when you do a lot of clients at the same time, it must be automatic. So that was a challenge for the last two years, building this process. But also, as mentioned, is to have the visualization of the final product. That was a, a big step for us. And we're coming in the next two, three weeks with something even better with the reality augmented where you could all in-store see the final product just beside you, like let's say the, the Pokemon experience will be exactly the same with consultant. You're going to have a tablet in your hand and you, you will see your final shirts right away. So that will be like even better for your experience. So it's all kind of tools that we bring on the table, but it's really tricky not building gadget. So we always try to build tools that will help the experience and not just be a wow, but with no sense. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really important. So final question for you, as someone working at the intersection of fashion and technology, what do you think fashion can learn from tech and vice versa? What do you think technology can learn from fashion? I think fashion can learn from all the industries. first, And the technology, I see it more like a tools from the innovation. So it's just you can have needs uh, in fashion, yes, in your operation or, or like on the marketing side or every single aspect of that fashion business. But at the end, the technology is just there to answer a need. So we have to be really conscious about it's not a gadget. It really needs to, to find the right purpose of that technology. So it's good, but sometimes it can be bad to build something that it's just not even a need for someone. So 
it's tricky, but we can learn a lot from it, yes, of course. Great. And so how can people stay in touch with you and with Sir Monsieur and follow what you're doing? Uh, basically, it's we are pretty much everywhere. Facebook, Sir Mazur, Twitter, LinkedIn, SirMazur.com, Vincent at SirMazur, and you're going to reach me directly. And uh, now we have a team of about 90 people. So it's uh, it's pretty easy to find someone that work with us. And you see it's all passionate people, so it's, it's really cool. Great. And of course, as mentioned, we'll put the links up on Electric Runway so people can take a look. Vincent, thank you so much for your time. Thanks to you. That was my conversation with Vincent Terriot, the co-founder of Sur Monsieur. Catch us tomorrow, that's Thursday, October 6th at Uberflip in Toronto for Startup Fashion Week's Fashion Tech Forum. You can check out Sir Monsieur online or in-store. We have links on electricrunway.com where you can find more information about that. And as always, please find us on Twitter and Instagram at electric underscore runway. Are you working on something interesting at the intersection of fashion and technology? Email me. I'm Amanda at electricrunway.com. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music.